Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, everybody. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me today on the Word Podcast. We're continuing through our examination of the book of Hebrews. We saw in the previous episode uh, the next personages in this great gallery of faith. Hebrews 11 verse 20 said this, By faith Isaac invoked future blessings on Jacob and Esau. That one sentence is said about the faith of Isaac. Now Isaac is mentioned in the previous verses, but it's in relationship to the faith of Abraham. You know how Abraham was tested when God told him to offer up Isaac? And that thing, but this is one sentence right here about Isaac. By faith, Isaac invoked future blessings on Jacob and Esau. Well, if you know anything about the account of Isaac and Jacob and Esau, you know that it's a tumultuous uh, family situation. So, I thought it would do as well to go back and check out at least the blessing part of this relationship. So, this is in Genesis, the twenty seventh chapter, beginning with verse one. And this is uh, actually in the Bible that I'm reading from right here. It says, Isaac blesses Jacob. Well, that sounds so innocent and so sincere. But I dare say that you know at least a portion of the story. So let's see what it is. Verse 1. Now it came about when Isaac was old and his eyes were too dim to see that he called his older son Esau and said to him, My son. And he said to him, Here I am. You know, there, there's so many things in each one of these little verses right here. But we see that Isaac is old. And his eyes were too dim to see. You see this mentioned uh, several times in relationship to folks in the Bible. And it was just sort of taken for granted. You know, you get older and older and older, you can't see anymore. We really are so blessed to be able to have what we have in the form of uh, uh, glasses, for instance, you know, cataract surgery, things like that. But he couldn't see. So he's calling his older son. Why? Well, we're about to see. But Isaac is old. He knows he's coming to the end of his life. Verse 2, Isaac said, Behold, now I am old, and I do not know the day of my death. <laughs> so he knows that his time is drawing near. Verse 3, Now then, please take your gear, your quiver, and your bow, and go out to the field and hunt game for me, and prepare a savory dish for me, such as I love, and bring it to me that I may eat, so that my soul may bless you before I die. And, you know, from our society, reading these type of things, we go, well, that's sort of weird and sort of curious. You know, uh, what is that all about? It's, it's really very highly significant, okay? very, very significant, uh, because he knows he's about to die, and he wants to pass on, and he wants to speak the covenant blessing of the father upon his son, okay, upon his eldest son here, the Abraham-Isaac type of thing, okay, the covenant relationship. And when you see that, uh, where God made covenant with man, even when man makes covenant with man, uh, with God always there's food involved. <laughs> there's a breaking of bread, okay? There's, there's a meal that's involved with these things. And so that's what he wanted to do. Now, verse 5 says this, Rebekah was listening while Isaac spoke to his son Esau. And you say, well, okay, well, that's, you know, that's innocent enough. Maybe she was in the room with him, this and that. Well, perhaps. But when you see the balance of the account and you see the relationship, things were tense. There wasn't a lot of trust going on around here. 
I highly suspect she's lurking around the corner here, keeping up with some things. Verse 5 continues. So when Esau went to the field to hunt for game to bring home, Rebekah said to her son, Jacob, behold, I heard your father speak to your brother Esau, saying, Bring me some game and prepare a savory dish for me that I may eat and bless you in the presence of the Lord before my death. Verse 8. Now, therefore, my son, listen to me as I command you. So you can see from the way she's talking and the way Rebecca is talking and behaving that this wasn't just an innocent little standing over in the corner just happening to overhear something. She's telling her son now, hey, listen to me and what I command you. Command. <laughs> this wasn't a, hey, I've got an idea. What do you think about this? Hey, I've got a suggestion for you. No, this was a commandment from her. Verse 9, she says this, go now to the flock and bring me two choice young goats from there that I may prepare them as a savory dish for your father such as he loves. You know, I'm, I'm picking up some stuff here, you know. <laughs> you notice what Isaac said to Esau. Hey, go for, get some wild game. Not, I mean, he had stuff grown. and He had a flock, but he told his son to go get some wild game. Isaac liked that little gaminess thing here. And then it, uh, Isaac describes himself the same way. Go prepare a savory dish such as I love. He loved to eat. There's nothing wrong with appreciating good food and good drink. Nothing wrong with that. But could there be more to this than perhaps there needed to have been? Could it be that he was perhaps distracted by some things? And then his wife comes along and says to her son, that I may prepare a savory dish for your father such as he loves. Could be an innocent, I'm going to prepare something that he really likes. Okay, well, that's good. But could there be a little pointedness to this, such as he loves being aware of some things? Verse 10, then you shall bring it to your father that he may eat so that he may bless you before his death. Rebecca wanted her son Jacob to receive the blessing and not Esau. Esau was firstborn. He had the right to it. Okay, but she wanted, and notice how she describes him as my son. <clears throat> so Jacob standing there, he answered his mother, Rebecca, saying, Behold, Esau, my brother, is a hairy man, and I am a smooth man. Perhaps my father will feel me, then I will be as a deceiver in his sight, and I will bring upon myself a curse and not a blessing. So he knew totally what was going on here. He knew what the ramifications were. Yeah, he wanted the blessing of the firstborn. He'd already bought it from Isaac through a bowl of red beans. Remember that? <laughs> there, was, there was some things going on right there. But he says, no, I, you know, this could blow up my face. I'm, I'm, I'm going to bring a curse upon myself if my father reaches out and feels me. But his mother said to him, verse 13, your curse be on me, son. Well, why would she do that? Well, she's wanting to raise up her son. She doesn't think it's a threat. If it is, let that curse be on me. You could see she's serious about this. Then she says this, only obey my voice and go get them for me. Oh, a little testy right here. A little tense, a little terse. Yeah, she had a plan. She wanted to expedite this plan. She wanted this son to inherit the blessing. Now, some curious things about here. You know, we don't even consider this type of blessing to even really be a, quote, real, unquote, thing. We can say, oh, it's just sort of words, but folks, there's power in this. There is a real thing with this blessing and speaking forth the blessing rather than the curse of speaking forth and transferring from one generation to another. And she's totally aware of it. She's also totally aware that she's having to be deceptive 
to do this, okay? That she's having to be deceptive in every way. And she's also totally aware that she's not honoring her husband at all, okay? She just wants this done, verse 14. So he went and got them and brought them to his mother. And his mother made savory food such as his father loved. Oh, it's the third time that's mentioned. Savory food such as his father loved. I wonder if that savory food might have been an idol in his life. Huh. Then Rebecca, verse 15, took the best garments of Esau, her elder son, which were with her in the house, and put them on Jacob, her younger son. And she put the skins of the young goats on his hands and on the smooth part of his neck. She also gave the savory food and the bread which she had made to her son, Jacob. So the stage is set. The deception is in place. The savory food. Apparently, if we're going to see in the next episode, Isaac had no problem with his hearing. He had no problem with taste buds. <laughs> okay. He just couldn't see. Had no problem with tactile. He could feel. They were going to deceive him to receive a blessing. But... Remember what it said over in Hebrews. Don't forget that. What did it say in Hebrews again? By faith, Isaac invoked future blessing on Jacob and Esau. It was by his faith, even though we see deception being laid before him. We'll finish the rest of the account the next time. Again, I'm Dale, and I'll see you then.